Talking Dead fans, and welcome to Walkers and Talkers, episode two. Now, if you listen to episode one, which I did with Trev's Chan 2 from YouTube, my favorite YouTube blogger for The Walking Dead, we made predictions on the season finale of The Walking Dead, which aired, well, last night as we record this. And most of our predictions were wrong. It was not caroling in the road. We thought for sure we would find out who... Well, we'll get to that. If you're listening to this podcast, make sure you've watched the finale because we're going to talk about it in detail and give you our thoughts on everything that happened in the show leading up to the ending that everyone is and will be talking about. Joining with me this episode is Jamie from Light FM in New York, 106.7, a walking dead maniac. Hi, Jamie. <laughs> Good morning. Jamie and I stop each other in the hallway, <laughs> and we yell at each other about what we think happens. Now, Jamie doesn't always watch the show live, yes. so I come in Monday morning all excited to talk about The Walking Dead, and Jamie says, I didn't watch it live. <laughs> uh, it's too much drama. I can't sleep, right? Yes. Right. So I told you, if you want to be on my podcast- I have to watch it live. Right. And so I did. 90 minutes, and then you watched The Talking Dead, right? Yes, a little bit after that. I so, did. So we have lots of things to talk about. Um, let's start off with Carol. Now, Ooh. Carol, in the episode before the finale, she left a note. I'm leaving. Can't take it anymore. I don't want to kill people. I got to go. Yes. And she leaves, right? And so Rick and Morgan go after her. Rick decides he's got to go back to camp, and Morgan says, I'll go. I'll follow her. Right? Mm-hmm. And he tracks her down. He finds the horse. Yes. We were looking for Benjamin's horse. We'll, we'll talk about who Benjamin <laughs> is in a minute. Finds the horse, rides through town like a cowboy. <laughs> and he finds Carol sort of huddled up on a stoop. Yeah, she's kind of in the fetal position. Right. Now, what did you think happened to her? What did you think was she was laying there on? I think she was just scared and sleeping, but I didn't realize she had been shot. Well, she was shot or stabbed or something. Something. She was bleeding. Now, did that happen in the episode before? I don't remember her getting wounded. I don't remember that either. I think it must have happened on the road, something that we didn't see. Right. Maybe she got into a fight with somebody. and Because there were bodies laying there on the stoop, which is what happens whenever Carol's around. Yes. Uh, so she she's rescued by Morgan. He takes her into the library. Uh, I think that's what the building was. It was all yeah. those books, right? Yeah. And they're talking, and he's like, you got to come back with me. She's like, hey, I, I left because I wanted to leave. Yeah, she goes, this is not your choice, it's mine. Right, and she pulls a gun on him and says, you know, leave. Yep. But I'm thinking she's not going to shoot him because her whole thing is I don't want to kill anybody. And then she finally puts it down in defeat, just like, oh, more, I can't do this, just please go. Right, so he's like, oh, okay, I could trust her. So he goes outside because he hears a walker who's hanging himself or hung himself. Ugh. Gross, right? Yes. Jumped off the library rooftop, and he's attracting walkers. So Morgan climbs up, kills the walker, and drops him down, comes back. And what happens? Carol's gone. Carol's gone. As she does. As she does. <laughs> so, of course, Morgan, who doesn't take a hint, gets back on his horse and goes chasing her. He keeps going to look for her. Right. So, who finds Carol? Not Morgan, the crazy savior guy from last week, Ooh. who's tracking her. He finds her, jumps on her, and gets her gun, shoots her, and is like, you're going to die a slow death, just like I'm dying a slow death. I'm not letting you get the easy way out. And rather than Carol sort of fight it, after a while, she's like, uh, whatever, I... She gives up. Yeah, she. he actually shoots her in the shoulder and then the leg, and he walks away, and she goes, basically, come back here and finish me off. Yeah, you don't get to walk away. Yeah, you don't make this choice. This is You come back here. Like, kill me now. Uh, look, if you, if you listen to the podcast and you smoke, I apologize, but <laughs> when she started smoking again, it was sort of like she didn't care anymore about anything. She's like, given she's up. Like, I don't care if I smoke. I don't care, but I don't, I just, whatever. She's sort of whatever about everything, but this was like, come back and kill me. Oh, yeah, she basically told him to do that. 
And he he basically tried to come back and do that. <laughs> yeah. And here we have Morgan pulls a gun and says, whoa. Woo, he stepped up. Now, did you think Morgan was going to fire his gun? Um, At that moment, because they kind of foreshadowed it when Rick, the episode before, said, when I'm going back to camp, take the gun. And Morgan said, no, no, no. And then Morgan finally took it. I thought, all right, he might use it. And right. then he whipped that out, and six times he shot him. Which was ironic because Carol doesn't want to kill anybody, and Morgan really doesn't want to kill anybody, but Morgan had to kill someone to save Carol. Yeah. Now, two guys in armor show up. One of the guys who was in that farmhouse last week. Yes. Whose horse it was. And Morgan's like, hey, man, found your horse. <laughs> now, this I'm going to talk about, and if you guys don't want me to do this going forward... Then tweet me at David underscore Brody, and you can tweet Jamie. At jmegs514. Jmegs, M-E-G-S-514, which I'm assuming might be your birthday, or you (laughs) you were born in 1914. Okay, so in the comics, I know who those guys are. So I'm going to tell you who they are, but going forward, if you don't want me to give you spoilers from the comics, I won't. But those guys are from another area called the Kingdom, which is in a big school building, that's all I'm going to tell you, other than when the Hilltop and Jesus talk about we trade with other people, the kingdom is another group that the Hilltop trades with, which in the comics, Morgan finds them, and again, Morgan found them. So that's who that is. Those are good guys. Nothing to worry about. They're probably going to help Carol, and since she doesn't care about them, maybe she can live with them for a while. But they're good dudes. That guy's name is Benjamin, and uh, yeah, he got his horse back. Yeah. So, so Carol and, and Morgan, not part of the final scene no. with Negan. So that's good. We know Carol's alive, even though she's been shot all, all over the place. Yes. The uh, survivors, they got to save Maggie, right? So they they all get in the big Winnebago van. Aaron says, I'm coming, I don't care. Abraham says, I'm coming, I don't care. They're all getting in. Yes. And Enid... E- Enid wanted to go, and Carl was so worried about her getting in trouble, he... Locks her in a closet yeah, and her leaves closet, her there. Which is funny because, you know, we'll talk about the ending of the show, but I saw a tweet last night made me laugh. <laughs> I can't believe they ended the show this way. We don't know if Enid got out of the closet. I thought, As he better let the, someone know she's in there, right? right? She has to go to the bathroom and she's hungry, you know? Well, <laughs> exactly. So that's really the focus is what happened to Enid. So anyway, <laughs> so they all get in the car, in the, in the Winnebago van. Um... Uh, Eugene and Abraham and Aaron. Sasha. Sasha and, and Rick and Carl. And they start driving, and while that's going on, we see some guy getting his ass kicked by the saviors in the woods. Now, he says he's from the librarians or something, which is weird because Morgan and Carol were in the library. So I'm wondering, what are the odds they just ended up in the same building? That's kind of weird. Yeah. So they beat this guy up, and they tell him, you're going to be an example example to whoever comes by on the road. So we don't know who that's going to be. We figured an example to his own people. No, it's an example to our guys, the survivors, because as you may have seen in the trailer, I thought it was Carol laying in the road. Some people thought it was, um, uh, what's the son's name? Carl. No, no, no. Um, Deanna's son, the one you hate. Oh, Spencer. Spencer. My thought, Spencer may have come to save them and he got trapped in the road. Nobody knew, uh, but it wasn't. It was this poor guy who was laying in the road. Uh, they, they stopped traffic. Rick and everybody got out of the van and the survivors, the saviors say, uh, you know, they stop him in the road, and Rick's like, let's make a deal. He's like, no deals. We're taking half your stuff, and we're going to kill one of you, because that's what we do. Very nonchalant. Now, the guys in the Winnebago, the survivors, there was, what, six of them, right? There, yeah, there was a lot of them. Almost were, everybody. And there was six saviors, or seven. It was pretty close. They all had their guns out. They might have been able to take them. And the savior sort of says, this could be your last day on Earth, and Rick says, you'll be your last day on Earth. And he says, be nice to the people in your life because this could be your life. And Rick's, Rick is still at the point 
where he's cocky. Yes. Where he's like, we'll just kill you two like we've killed everybody. We killed the governor's people. We killed the wolves. We killed Terminus. We'll just we'll just keep wiping everybody out. The same way when they went to this, the uh, the saviors the, with the big uh, satellite dishes the on the roof. The compound. The compound. They were like, oh, we wiped everybody out. Yep. And then the two women and the guy, we wiped them out. No big deal. He tells Carl whatever we have to face. He tells Maggie. So at this point, Rick sort of feels a little invincible. Yes. He's, don't worry, we're going to take you guys out. You know, very cocky. So they draw, they're like, let's, we don't want to fight here. And they back away in the, and let's, let's, let's take a back road. Yep. And then they run into the saviors again. Now instead of seven, there's like 25. They're like, okay, this isn't what we wanted. Let's back out, go a different way. Every route they take, they are just blocked. Right. And so, it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Right. Now we don't want to recap every minute of the episode, but it gets worse and worse. At one point, there's a roadblock of zombies, of walkers. And there's chains through them, and they can't get by. Red Rover zombies. Red Rover zombies, <laughs> right. And when, when Rick walks up to them, he notices that they're wearing the clothing of the missing uh, yeah. survivors. They've got Michonne's shirt on and some of her dreadlocks, and I think Daryl's vest on one yes. of them. And it was kind of freaky. Uh, I mean, very. So the saviors aren't just tough and mean. They're just, they're nasty. Mentally sick. Right. They're like, oh, how can we screw with these guys even more? So, long story short, they keep trying to get away. Every road they take is blocked. Finally, it's like they see there's like 75 guys and they drive away. And that's when Eugene says, listen, they don't know how many people are in this van. You guys get out. Take Maggie, who's dying on a stretcher. You guys go through the woods. I'll drive the Winnebago. And hopefully, you know, I can draw them out. And if I get captured, whatever. But before that, here's the interesting thing. He has a conversation with Abraham. And Abraham tells him, Hey, man, you're stepping up. I trust you now. You've proven yourself. Eugene goes to Rick and says, here's my recipe for making bullets. You hold on to it in case anything happens to me. So he's made his peace with Rick. Abraham finally gives him respect. He drives off. Go running into the woods, figuring, ha, they're never going to find us. And then you hear the whistling. that. The saviors have their own Hunger Game whistle. Yeah, they have that. Right, it's creepy as hell. Oh, my God. So... They realize they're surrounded. They make a run for it. They run into an open area. Lights come on, and they were waiting for them. They are surrounded. Yeah, by like 150 yeah. saviors. It is bad. They're screwed. And they realize now they've railroaded them here to this area. Eugene's there. The Winnebago's already there. Eugene's beaten to a pulp. Right. It didn't take long. No, like, they like caught five him minutes. Five minutes, and it's already parked in a semicircle around <laughs> no. with the lights. I, how they did that. Uh. And the same guy who threatened them in the first roadblock with the guy laying on the ground. Um, he goes, welcome to where you're going. Yeah, you're here. You made it. You made yep. it to where you were going. Like they knew all along. Yep. They just toyed with them. And, you know, they make threats. They take their weapons. And that's when he says, it's time to meet the man. Negan comes out. Negan says, bring the rest of the guys out. They bring out Daryl and Michonne and Glenn and Rosita. Yeah, from the back of a right, van. The and they line everybody up. So now you've got Glenn. Rosita, Daryl, Abraham, Michonne, Rick, Sasha, Aaron, Carl, and Eugene. And this is even more than in the comic version. In the comic version, there was like six. Mm. There's a lot of them. And Negan has them all lined up, and he gives this great speech. Negan was awesome. Yeah. You have to admit, Negan was great. Give, the Jeffrey Dean Morgan as Negan, fantastic. Yes. Fantastic. He's going up and down the line. He's threatening him and telling him, you killed my men. You're going to pay the price. I loved when Abraham stood up. Well, he didn't stand up. He kind of... He looked Negan right in the eyes right. and basically said, pick me. Right. They're all on their knees, and he kind of straightens up like, I'm not afraid of you. Make it me. I don't care. 
And Negan kind of makes fun of his facial hair and his, you know, his mustache and moves on. Now, just like in the comics, he does eeny, meeny, miny, moe. You know, catch a tiger by the toe. My mother's at to pick, right, the, right, okay. You don't really know who he's picking. He's made threats to Carl. Glenn said, don't kill Maggie. He tried to protect his wife. So he, he threw Glenn back in line. People have kind of shot their mouths off. The cast is like, they're all, most of them are crying. Rick look, Rick realizes, I think at this point, I did this. Rick looks like a broken man. Yeah, because he did this. He made the agreement with Hilltop. He said, we'll take care of it. He had that same arrogance, like whatever it is, as long as we stick together, we can do anything. But if you notice when they were in the woods and Carl was saying to him, we'll take them, you know, we'll get them. When no one's, and he was like, son. And that's when they, they surrounded him. Yep. Because I think at that moment, Rick realized we're screwed, Carl, and maybe we need to rethink this. They bit off more than they could chew. Right. He never got any more words out than son because they surrounded him. Yep. So Rick's eyes are bloodshot and he's practically, his snot's he's coming out of his sweating. nose. He's sweating. He's crying. He, he's he, a mess. He realizes Negan says he's going to kill somebody. He's going to kill somebody. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so, again, we hope you watch the episode because this is where it's going to get into the debate. In the comics, in the Walking Dead comic book, in the same episode, you see who he kills. Okay? In the comics, again, they change it in the TV show, so this doesn't mean anything. In the comics, if you don't know, he kills Glenn. And it's brutal. You can Google issue 100 of the comics and look at the pictures. But it doesn't mean anything. They can kill anybody. They can change the deaths. They, they, they do often. Just like Abraham didn't get the crossbow in the eye, it was Denise. So we don't know who's going to die. Now, he walks up to somebody and says, you, basically, you're it. And then he says to everybody, nobody make a word, nobody make a sound. Right? He says, you, you can breathe, he, you can cry. Yeah, he goes. He, he goes, you're all going to cry soon enough. You know, but nobody move. And then he clubs someone over the head. And then he goes, dang, he goes, taking it like a champ. Taking it like a champ, which is just what he says in the comics. And then he hits him again, and, and then again. it goes black, because it's first person. Now, yes. here's the problem. You're supposed to be the person getting hit. There's blood on the camera lens, and you hear, bonk, You just bonk, hear this bonk. melon being crushed sound. Right, just smashing sounds. In fact, uh, I'm going to play those sounds for you now. Oh, okay. <laughs> How awful does that sound? Oh, God, my, I have a stomachache. Right? So we don't know, big cliffhanger, we don't know who we killed. Now, Robert Kirkman, the creator of The Walking Dead, on Talking Dead right afterwards said there are clues in the footage for who it might be. Now, to our knowledge, they have not filmed the second part of that scene yet. They'll do that over the summer. So the actors don't know who's going to die. Now, you and I watched that scene a bunch of times. Yes. Right? Over and over again. DVR, back it up, back it up. One on YouTube, back it up, back it up. It looks like he walks to his left. From right? Rick. From, from Rick. Rick. Yes. Right. Which would be Glenn, Daryl, um, Rosita. And Michonne. And Michonne. Okay. But the shadow on Rick's face moves to Rick's left or Negan's right, which would be Aaron and Sasha and Carl and Eugene. Yeah. Okay. So I'm t- I, I, it depends on whether you go angle or shadow. So if you, if you look uh. at the angle, it looks like he walked to the left. If you look at the shadow on Rick's face, it looks like he went to the right. And now all over Twitter, people are trying to figure out the angle and the trees and the dirt to try to figure out who it is. We're not going to know till October. 
because that's when The Walking Dead comes back. So, did you like the episode, or are you really mad? Um, I liked it, but I am really, really upset. And if I'm going to embarrass myself right now, but I was so... The, the scene with Negan, Jeffrey Dean Morgan did such an amazing job. I couldn't help it. My body was shaking watching that scene, and tears were running down my face. Right, because you knew someone... I, I knew right. someone, one of my favorite characters, someone that I've loved for six seasons, six years, was was going to get it. Right. And I thought for sure I was going to have some closure last night knowing who it was. That and, they would have six months to recover. Yeah, and I've never seen, watch an episode of Walking Dead or any show where I literally, my body was just, my hands were trembling yeah. and tears were just running down my face. And that's what makes this show so great. You care about every character. The writing is yeah. intense. It's not just, oh, it's just a show, but you are so emotionally invested right. in these characters right. that I that just was my natural reaction. And to not know who it is that I'm going to have to wait till October is truly upsetting to me. And I wish really that, you know, when See, Greg... I, Nic- yeah. I liked it. Greg Nicotero, right? The, the, one of the directors and, and the makeup visual guy. Um, I liked the ending. I would have liked closure, but I'm not upset with it because it left me with the sound and the visual. And I was like, oh my God. Okay. So it, now I could think for six months and analyze it. So just last night, uh, the, the Talking Dead, Talking Dead did a survey. Hashtag who is it? Yes. And Glenn, I think, was the most popular, according to people mm. who are hashtagging. So, Glenn died in the comics, but that doesn't mean anything. He was on the end. If he walked to the left, Maggie's gonna, Ma- Maggie goes on to some things in the comics that she may go on to. Uh, and in the comics, she does it without Glenn. So, that has already been established. So, he's a possibility. Yes. Okay? Um, I don't think it's Rosita, because I don't think he would hit a hot girl. Only because in the comics, he says to Michonne, you're too hot, I don't want to kill you. I have other things in mind that I would like to do to you, but not kill you. Yeah. So I'm thinking he likes attractive women, not going to kill any women. Okay. Daryl. I think Daryl's storyline with Dwight, although Daryl doesn't exist in the comics and Dwight does, and Dwight has the crossbow in the comics, I think their rivalry is going to go on for a while. Uh, Their karma's not done yet. Right. And, And a lot goes on with Dwight's character in the comics that I think will be even more fascinating if Daryl is around. Absolutely. So I don't think it's Daryl. Abraham could be, because he made closure with Eugene, and then he made the mistake of telling Sasha he wants to have a kid with her someday. He sees a future. Yes. Now, in the comics, Abraham died with the crossbow that Denise got hit with. And the creator of The Walking Dead said, my biggest mistake, my biggest regret, was killing Abraham too early. So I don't think they would save him from the crossbow and kill Denise so that two episodes later... Kill him. They could kill him. Yeah. I think they saved him for the war that might be coming. I think they saved him for his one-liners. I think he's <laughs> I think he's gonna be around. Porch dick. I think <laughs> I think he's gonna be around. By the way, did you watch the Talking Dead when they talked about that? About the dice? Which one was So that? if you didn't see this, they they talked to Eugene and and, and uh, uh Abraham, the actors that play them. Michael Cutlets. Michael Cutlets and uh Josh McDermott. Yeah, Josh McDermott. And they were talking about how they have dirty words on two dice. And they roll the dice, and whatever combination of words is, that's what he says in that scene. So whatever crazy stuff he says is from the dice. Oh, that is so funny. That's what they're claiming. Because he comes out with lines that right. just crack so, me so up. So they're blaming it on dice. So I don't think it's Abraham, although it could be. I don't think it is. I don't think it's Michonne, although if you date Rick, you die. True. So there's that 2% chance. I think she's too popular. I don't think it's Michonne. And I don't think they started the Michonne thing. Just for like a few episodes. Yeah, that's too new. Right. And in the comics, Andrea is his love interest at this point, And she's his like right-hand guy. And now she's gone in the TV show. So I think Michonne is safe. 
she will be his girl going forward the way Andrea was in the comics. Rick, not dying. No. Sasha, I think they made her Abraham's love interest. I think there's going to be a relationship there. I think that needs to develop, yeah. I, I think there's going to be something more there. I don't think it's Sasha. Aaron, I think you could kill Aaron, which is why I don't think it's going to be Aaron, because it's not enough payback. I don't think the fans would be that upset, and I, so I think it'd be a cop-out. I hate to say you could give or take Aaron. Right. Yeah. I don't think he's established himself yet. No. Go, oh, my God, Aaron, he's so great. No. He's like, hey, he's a nice guy. He's Aaron, right? Carl, not a chance. No, they're not going to kill Carl. No, Negan seems to like him. He likes him. He didn't cry. Negan respects power. I think he he's like, this kid's going to be a mass murderer. I'm not doing it. He yeah, when he not, called him a psycho killer. So, yeah, he's going to be a future mass murderer. I'm not, <laughs> so he's not killing. That leaves Eugene. Oh, Eugene. Now, so you, again, Eugene stepped up. He's been stepping up. He, I think he developed his character. I think he's I think he's run his course. And he finally got acknowledgement for... Yep. And now know. the ultimate sacrifice would be to be the one that gets killed. Yeah. And he dies a hero, or at least the victim, and he saves everybody else. So I think it's Eugene, based on the shadow on Rick's face, going to that side, even though the angle that he walks seems to be the other side. So you think it could be either Eugene to the right or Glenn to the left? That's what I'm thinking. Okay, I agree with you. With a 5% chance of Abraham, but I, I think Abraham is too cool and needs to be there for the for the big war that eventually, I guess, will happen. Yeah. Okay. So, six months, seven months, October, we get the show back. Fear the Walking Dead comes back next week. Yes. Season two, episode one, we saw the, the highlights. The plane crashes, it looks like. Some of the people who on the plane that we've been watching on Flight 462 every week on The Walking Dead, we've seen the Fear of the Walking Dead. I think the show is going to pick up. I think it was six episodes of building and explaining and showing us how the apocalypse happened. I think it's really going to pick up. I, look, at this point, we don't know who the Rick is, who the Michonne is, who the characters are we're going to love. Yeah. But it looks like mayhem on the boat. Yeah, and Abigail the yacht. It's, yeah. Right. So uh, I'll be back next week. <laughs> Jamie will be making uh, appearances on the podcast throughout, as long as she watches them live the night uh, before. I would love to. <laughs> we are big fans of The Walking Dead. We're fans of Fear the Walking Dead because it's it's getting there. Yep. We feel like it's getting there. <laughs> Tweet me at David underscore Brody and Jamie. At jmegs514. And let us know what you thought of the podcast and what you thought of the ending of the episode and who you think is getting Lucille to the head. Lucille, of course, Negan's bat. Yes. There you go. <laughs> Thanks for joining us on Walkers and Talkers episode two. Enjoy your next six months of guessing. <laughs> Peace out, everybody.